the Welcome back to the Barefoot Punch. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, the Stats Man is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program to the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. Uh, obviously, the cricket's been forefront of everyone's mind last few days, and we also saw some cricket scores in the NRL over the weekend that we'll touch on. So, the bat been raised across multiple codes in the last seven days, Mug. Absolutely, Pope and Stats Man, you're you're our resident cricket man. Um, what do you make of everything that's going on? Everyone's had an opinion. You better have one too. <laughs> yeah, uh, good to be back. I I am firmly in the camp of um, best. I was an idiot. You, I played cricket for a long time. You don't. You just don't start walking out of your crease until you know the ball's dead. It's it's cricket one hundred and one. And I think England, for all their complaints, they know that. Like you're you're telling me in two thousand and five, if uh, Justin Langer did the same thing and he's walking off to the dressing room, Ricky Ponting is not going. Man, how could England do that? Ricky Ponting's going, what the fuck are you doing? Um, pardon my French, but uh, that's probably how he would phrase it. So, um, yeah, definitely on the pro-Australia bandwagon there. Yes, I think so too, Statsman. Um, didn't didn't sit, you know, overly well with me, but at the same, like at the end of the day, Berso has just stuffed right up and uh, you got to, uh, you got to cop it and that's the decision and see you later. Um, so Pope over in the NRL, what's going on with these run-up scores? Yeah. I feel like some teams might have cashed in their ticket early, booked their barley holiday for end of season already. Mug, um, I've said a couple of times this week, that there comes a point, I think in both codes where the teams in the, Bottom four or five give up, but it's, it's early to do it. Like we're really only two thirds away through the season, so that's a little bit unique. But um, a little bit of a black swan weekend in terms of results that sometimes just decided not to turn up, and others had a good day. But uh, highly unusual scorelines. Yeah, and um, you know, I think Wests zero, and um, and if I'm not mistaken, it was Canterbury Bulldogs zero as well. Uh, Pope, is that tying into off-field dramas at those clubs? Think, think a little bit, even Dragons you can throw in there. Like Ben Hunt looked disinterested in the Dragons game. They had 50 put on them. So I think there's there's a bit brewing at a couple of those clubs and that manifested itself on the field over the weekend. Yeah, okay. So buyer beware this weekend as we get into it. And over in the AFL, Statsman, what did you see over there? It was a pretty ugly round of footy, I thought, Mug. Um, probably the best, one of the better games, at least in the top three for interest, was the West Coast Saints game. And you wouldn't you wouldn't have bought that uh, coming into the round. So, um, yeah, some close games, but not too attractive to watch, I thought. No, I must admit, Statsman, I, I, I probably didn't consume as much AFL as I would normally, just uh, really hard with the cricket on. And just how, you know, I guess engrossing the cricket's been. And, you know, that uh, Geelong-Sydney game was pretty hard to watch. Um, you know, there was that GWS Melbourne was pretty hard to watch. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, pretty tough work trying to watch the uh, trying to watch the footy over the weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, you had those two and then about four beltings. So it doesn't leave a lot left. No, nah, it, uh, it definitely doesn't. So, uh, mate, we'll try and uh, see if we can't uh, get some better games and uh, and some good bets as always. Um, speaking of bets, how did you go last week, Seth, man? 
Uh, yeah, mixed bag. I think overall probably um, slightly in the green. So on the AFL, we had Sydney, which at the time was plus three and a half. Um, so hopefully that was taken more than the head-to-head. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide at the minus covered easily and GWS, which we all liked um, getting the job done on the head-to-head as well. Uh, then lost on Prio and the Saints. So three from five there with a decent roughie. Uh, and then on the cricket, I'll just quickly sum up those. Um, we had Kwaja and Warner unders. We got one from two. Um, and we were texting a bit there, Mug. Very, yes. very stiff. Yeah, Warner did not look like uh, getting to 20, but he did. Um, he got dropped on a, on a you know, pretty easy catch. And another, I think he got dropped twice, didn't he? Uh, was that maybe Kwaja? But yeah, very lucky to get there. Anyway, we'll take it. One from two there. Uh, we had Smith for the high bat, which got up. Um, and I said to lay the draw at the start there. Uh, yeah, that's basically backing something at a dollar sixteen. So I'm not going to credit that one too much. But depending how you play it, um, yeah, you could have made money there. And then we lost on Bearstow at nine dollars for the high bat and uh, Hazelwood most wickets at four fifty. So probably probably a, a decent result there too. Yep. Okay. Well done, mate. Uh, for yourself, Pope. Mixed bags, probably the right description for me as well, Mug. Uh, started very coolly. I was like the Dragons on Friday night, and they got pummeled um, by the Sharks on Thursday nights. I like the Warriors. That jumped minus five and a half with a few outs for the Rabbitohs. So it went our way, but um, Rabbitohs were good, winning 28-6. We also like the unders in that game, Mug. So we did get one winner out of that match. Um, I said the Panthers wasn't overly convincing, I don't think, in the podcast, but had to lean that way head-to-head, and they got up against Melbourne down at Marvel. And then I think the other one was Dolphins, which was obviously a charity bit as well that uh, the mother and I aligned on the plus 12.5 at time podcast, jumped 9.5 with Walsh being out. Either way, it covered um, and gave us a little bit of key to start our run towards the end of the year for the charity. Yeah, excellent, Pope. And uh, for myself, guys, um, I liked uh, Adelaide with Statsman. I think we're fairly aligned uh, Statsman. I liked Adelaide, GWS and Frio. So uh, two and one. Um, the Sunday night emails um, went one and two. So not not uh, not the best uh, weekend. Hopefully, Statsman, I, I alerted you boys to it um, with uh, that Pies head-to-head. That really got a bit uh, out of hand um, for, for GC there real late. Um, so maybe some of the, the listeners were able to... Uh, get some of that as well um all right boys well that's uh review uh what about some bad beats i'll get started uh there was a couple in the league that uh sprung the mind mug saturday afternoon and this is probably a bit of self-interest here the unders in raiders v titans jumped 46 and a half that game and 34 points have been scored up to the 74 minute mark so Needed 13 points to cover in the last six minutes, and it did three scores in the final six minutes. Chin the unders there. So that's a bad beat um, on that one. I think that would have been trading about 38 and a half at the time. So unlucky. Uh, Broncos minus. We touched on it positively for us with the Dolphins. But if you're on the minus nine and a half, mugged five tries to three, and Reynolds kicking two from five, um, and then winning by eight. Um, that's a bit of a bad beat if you like the Broncos to beat the Titans, which would have been plenty of people the way Dolphins have been playing. So they're the two obvious ones. And probably just generally, Mug, if you're a same-game multi-punter in NRL and you couldn't find a winner over the weekend, uh, might need a little bit of a review with some of the scorelines. If you if you sort of can't find a, couple, a few try scorers there, might be time to maybe overhaul your betting habits. 
Yeah, very good, Pope. And um, and uh, Statsman, I think the obvious ones in the AFL was probably uh, the Swans and the Dees, just that expected scoring. I think both of those teams were probably – well, that was Swans about six goals as well? I think yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So Swans, Swans and um, – Swans and the D's, I think, should have been about six goals uh, the better. And, um, you know, D's go down and, and the Swans draw. So, you know, bad kicking, bad football. And you got to throw in uh, Essendon head-to-head there too with Dan Houston's after the siren 55-metre bomb in the wet. It's um, it's a stiff way to get beat. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I you, you could have felt a bit stiff perhaps um on, on Port, I know, I know, <laughs> I did a little bit that I think uh, Port managed to get themselves to 17 points clear in the wet with seven minutes to go, and uh, and Essendon, to their credit, you know, three goals in six and a half minutes and got themselves right back, and you know, probably should have won. So uh, there you go. Uh, that's the way it goes uh, in the betting game. So boys, uh, enough tomfoolery. Are we ready to talk some games? Are we ever? Lead it off, Pope. Yes, we'll go to the first game of the round here, Mug. And uh, Thursday night footy continues into round 17, and it's uh, Richmond Tigers v the Sydney Swans. And the Tigers are minus five and a half point favourites at the G on Thursday night in your beloved 7:20 p.m. time slot. Swans, buddy's last game at the G, most likely two dollars ten. Mug, take it away. Yeah, I think they've been going better without him, to be honest. Um, but. Um... Look, you know, two of the best players of the last, oh, gee, buddy, how long has he been going for now? 20 years. And Dustin, you know, the last 13, 14 years, um, maybe coming back into the, well, I think Dustin's coming back in, but he's still a bit of a question mark. So it'd be good to see those boys uh, back out there. I was at four before the teams. I think those ins and outs um, uh, with short going out um, as well, still a question mark over Prestia. I'll probably be waiting for teams, uh, Pope, to have a bet. Um, probably no betting for me here, Statsman. I am uh, four and a half as well with Prestia in. Um, no Prestia. I would definitely, I like, I, I'm putting up Sydney as a bet as it is. Um, without Prestia, I'm definitely putting Sydney up as a bet. Um, I think. McCartan is a he didn't play on the weekend, did he? I think he's um, BFL, I think, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I think he should be in this week, um, which is pretty big. I think Richmond again, their forward line is not is not very good, um, at the moment, and Sydney's back line is starting to you know resemble a, a decent back line again. So, uh, yeah, I just think the Tigers, uh, probably papered over some cracks for a few weeks there, but we saw those cracks against Brisbane, Sydney, I think, are getting into some form, so. I'll be putting up Sydney in this one. And um, and Pope, um, the modeler with his um, results this year is off to Tahiti um, and uh, taking the family <laughs> over there for a two-week uh, sojourn. So, uh, so mate, do you have um, modeler's numbers in the AFL there? I do. And to sum up the modeler in his economy of words style, no bet in this game <laughs> for me. I, I might actually spanner in the works there because um, looking at that, it's based on no ins or outs. I reckon potentially with short out um, and the other changes, it might end up being more towards Sydney for the modeler, but um, that's, I guess, TBC. He's, he's assumed no changes for these prices is the caveat for the punters, um, given it's pretty hard to do from the Tahitian airport. <laughs> 
Uh, moving on to Marvel on Friday evening, Statsman and Collingwood, a uh, 10.5-point favourites after an impressive victory on the Glitter Strip on Saturday afternoon. They're fifty three, and the Western Bulldogs at $2.42. Is that 10.5 now, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Ah, okay, a bit of movement there. Um, yeah, so I'm probably now leaning a little bit to Collingwood. I, I was pretty neutral, but that might have shifted me. Um, Jordan Dugowie is coming in. He's back from suspension, which is obviously very big. Uh, and the Bulldogs may get, I think, Richards and Sean, uh, sorry, Sam Darcy um, in. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're locks. Um, even considering those guys all coming in, I've got the Pies a small bet. Um, I'm still not convinced about the Doggies. Like, they're... As you were saying last week, Mark, I think that, that rings true. And Collingwood, they keep getting it done, don't they? And getting to go back is huge. Um, like he, he was one of the form players in the comp um, pre, and he's been suspended, so he should be training pretty hard. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, I'll be, I'll be back in Collingwood in this one. Yeah, and I don't think there's any rush uh, there, Statsman, either. We can probably wait a little bit. Um, I'm the same, mate. I, I, I was Pies 13 before teams, and uh, we get Dugowie coming back in. Obviously, Ed Richards back the other way, but the net effect of of Dugowie coming in obviously outweighs that. They lose my check, which I think is you know not, not great. Um, they could potentially get McStay back in to even that out a little bit, but... I think Dugowie just goes forward here, doesn't he? Just um, Pagan's Paddock or out of the goal square. And they're so powerful running through the middle of the ground. Um, I just think the pies will be uh, all over him here. So uh, I'll be holding and uh, betting the pies at the jump. Do you uh, give any HGA, home ground advantage, to uh, the Bulldogs in this one? Yeah, I do, Statsman. I gave them two. So, I gave I gave him four, I think, in this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so pretty pretty skinny. Um, but yeah, I the pies. I mean, doggy's home ground. Is it going to be a pies home crowd? Yeah, that's, that's a fair shout. You know, they don't love it down there, so you know the you know I still think the advantage is with the dogs, but um, but yeah. And the mother fellas, uh, fair to say, here he is a big land of the dogs. He, he hates um, the pies. The mother hates the pies, doesn't he? Yeah, he just keeps. He's a stubborn man when he wants to be. It's the market has dogs two dollars forty two. He makes the dogs two dollars nineteen against Collingwood dollar eighty four. So I think he'd put up a whole unit there. I'd imagine stats mean at that, those prices. I think the caveat comes back in though. He wouldn't have to go e playing. So when you bring to go e in potentially does cancel that out. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to, um, you know, take a crap all over modelers' tips, but I think in that one, when the goey comes in, it probably moves into no-bet territory, potentially. No, it's good to have someone who speaks the language, uh, Statsman, so the expertise uh, will definitely take on board tonight. A uh, unique one at the Gabba on Saturday afternoon, Mug. Uh, 81 half point favourites to the Lions, and that's moved, I think, that nearly tipped 90. Uh, I'll leave it to the experts prior to the um, Eagles' performance on Sunday. And Lions, uh, unusual price of $1.001. West Coast, $34 head-to-head. Yeah, it's um, interesting, isn't it? I, they're going to get, uh, I think, McGovern uh, back. There's a watch on Darling. I think Dunkley comes out. Maybe Zorko comes back in. So maybe maybe they all even each other out uh, in the end. I was at 86 um, uh, as a number. Um, do I want to be betting into, what do we say, 81 and a half? Pro- yeah. pr- probably not. Um, but um, 
Stats man, can you see a smashing on the cards? Like I, I definitely can see a smashing on the cards, but it's a big line now, and I've got it at seventy-seven. So if anything, I'm leaning to West Coast. I thought they were actually really impressive against the Saints. They they brought a lot of pressure, uh, and pressure keeps you in games. And with that level of pressure, and even like GWS in there when they were awful in their first year or two, you know, it's a big line to to be taking a minus on. So I definitely would not be suggesting a minus. Um, you know, the 34 head-to-head is is somewhat tempting. Um, at the end of the day, it's two teams. West Coast led St Kilda for a lot of the game at home. Like Brisbane, obviously, at the Gabba, it's a different test. But, you know, $34, you can you can definitely find worse. I might put up like a very, very, you know, 10% stake to, to kind of bet there, but um, it doesn't hurt to get involved at that price. Uh, thanks, Sassman. And I think it would be safe to say no bet for the mother in this one at these prices. He he has a slight lean of West Coast in recent weeks, but he doesn't even have that in this game. So I think it's a steer clear stats man for uh, the modeler. Saturday evening, GWS take on Hawthorne at Giant Stadium in Sydney. Giants are 28.5-point favourites, dollar 21, and the Hawks $4.20 stats man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're starting to see Hawthorne um, maybe the young legs being caught up with as the season progresses. I, yeah, like on my numbers, I've probably got a slight lean that way, but based on recent form, I'm probably sitting this one out. Your Hawks, Monk, can you find anything new? Yeah, I'd probably um, still be happy to come in at the 28 and a half. Uh, I think we opened up at the 26 and a half Pope and quite like that. I mean, the Hawks have been belted the last two weeks against Gold Coast and Carlton. And, um, I don't know, if you stack up Gold Coast, Carlton and GWS against each other, you know, I I like what GWS are doing. I know, you know, expected score wasn't in their favour on the weekend, but I think defensively they're they're, they're, they're all right, GWS, and I think they're a fit team too, GWS. And uh, Statsman just alluded to the young young Hawks. Um, I can see a bit of a smashing here. Pope, the Sicily-less Hawks, uh, as we spoke about last week, I'm happy to be on the GWS at the big line, which is probably not where I'd normally like to be, but happy to take it here. Mug, we know that you've started to get traction in the greater community. I have heard a few times this week too that Sicily-less Hawks has a big impact, which you sort of were the first to touch on in the AFL community last week. So kudos to you. (laughs) Um, The Mothers prices, again, slight lean, I think you would say, if he was uh, here sitting in the hot seat, Muggy is a slot lane with GWS. I think he'd uh, sixteen. He's got them head to head. Caveat being squads, but I think that probably makes it a couple of lines, a couple of points higher than the twenty eight and a half. So I think he would say a slot lane to GWS for himself. Saturday evening, we're back at Marvel and Demons, who are maybe struggling a little bit right now. Statsman uh, against the Saints, who again themselves are probably lucky to come away with the four points from Perth. And Demons are 15.5-point favourites, $1.40. St Kilda, $2.85. Yeah, this is my biggest lean of the of the round Ooh. to the Saints. Um, the Marble Stadium factor, I think, is significant. Demons are not as anywhere near as good there. As you said, they're battling for form. It's, it's, their form is a bit of a myth over, like, I think the stat is they're 12 and 11 off the last 23 or thereabouts. So... They're a mid-table side throughout the last season um, of performance, and Bailey Fritch goes out, and they're already struggling up forward. 
Um, yeah, Clayton Oliver probably still not back in. Um, from what I'm seeing, it's I don't. It's been a pretty big mystery that one. So who knows? But without Oliver, definitely back in the Saints. If he comes in, I still probably am just not to the same level. I'm happy to back them now and try and get out of it if he ends up playing. So yeah, uh, Saints for me in this one, Pope. Thank you, Mug. Can you concur? Nothing for me here, Pope. Um, but and I think we. Well, I think I missed the trick on the weekend. That would have been a hundred to one. That's uh, under a hundred. Um, for that score, GWS Melbourne on the weekend. And uh, this could be a nil-all draw as well. Um, St Kilda and um, and Melbourne, no fritch. Both teams very defensive. Uh, I don't think Melbourne's barely scored over 65 in the last uh, little while. Very low-scoring game. So I think I'm going to find myself on the under, Pope. Unders, the play in that one for you, Mark. Uh, again, Modo, I'll touch on your expertise here. Statsman, he has a slight lean towards the Saints. Does the model appeal at 64? I'd, I'd imagine that's including Fritz in that number right now. Yeah, it would be. Uh, the Saints will lose a couple. Battle will come out. Possibly Brad Hill and Seb Ross both had niggles. Um, so there may be some changes that way as well. Um, yeah, so they, they potentially cancel out with each other. Yeah. Uh, with that in mind, maybe slight lean Saints, but a uh, few moving parts there for the modler statsman. Uh, Mug, we go to Sunday afternoon, and I'm patting you a little bit while I get to the Sunday game here, while the Toppy app's just doing its thing. Uh, I'm with you now. Port Adelaide Power and the Suns on, sorry, Sunday evening, I should say, in Adelaide Oval, Mug. And the Power are 29.5 point favourites, $1.18, and the Suns are $4.60. Yeah, are the power, uh, are we starting to see a bit of a power fade? Um, are they running out of legs? They had a pretty heavy game on uh, on Saturday night. Do the Suns respond? Um, geez, I, I, I could make a case for both here. You know, you could just see an absolute smashing um, that Port serve up. Maybe Suns find a bit of resolve and Port just want the four points and aren't too interested in a big, big number. So nothing for me here, Pope. I'm pretty much on it. Statsman, Stewie Jew seems to be coming underneath the hot seat a little bit on the Gold Coast. Uh, Does that have any impact in this game whatsoever? It it could. Uh, Like, I think we saw that with West Coast last week against the Saints. You know, it was probably that embarrassing loss into bounce-back factor. So, yeah, same story as Margaret. Could be. I could see it going 10 goals plus. I could see it being close. Uh, I'm bang on the market, so no bet for me. And we'll make this an easy trifecta. Modler right on the market price. So all round, we concur at no bet on Saturday evening. Uh, Statsman, Sunday afternoon, I'm correct in saying this time, at GMHBA Stadium. Um, Cats are prohibitive favourites, $1.05. Kangaroos, $8.75. The line is 48 and a half. Yeah, it's again. I'm I'm about market here. There's there's a few things. I like. I could probably. I th- I had that with Jeremy Cameron coming in. So if he doesn't, and I haven't really. I don't know if you've heard anything there, Mug. Uh, I haven't really looked into it. Um, post concussion, other than he had the mandatory week. But if he doesn't play, I'd probably be backing North. If he does, I'm not betting. Uh, so over to you, Mug. Yeah, I look. I'm just actually looking at the weather now, Statsman. If it was a nice dry night down in Geelong, I could see an absolute belting. Um, given that it's not going to be that nice, it's very windy. It looks like uh, in the evening, 
and um, it's going to be very cold and um, potentially a little bit of rain. So probably just quells that smashing uh, a little bit. And sorry, yeah. sorry, Mug, it's Sunday afternoon. Great game if that changes um, oh, that weather um, that weather pattern. Okay, Sunday afternoon. I think it's pretty much the same, mate. If not, yeah. actually worse. So. Um, yeah, probably probably just stay away from that one. And I could see Jeremy Cameron just uh, saying to the coach, maybe I'll just sit this one out, coach, and uh, <laughs> wait for the winter to pass. I've just I've just read he is playing. Um, so or should be should be playing. So yeah, no bet there for me. And the Modo again, caveat being squads uh, from last week, so that would be Sands Cameron. Here's a slight lane to North Melbourne, but I think we're safe in saying no bet with that Cameron news uh, stats man. Yeah, it's probably one like if he if he's not named, you bet after teams, but there's no rush. Mug, interesting game Sunday afternoon. The unlucky Essendon Bombers, uh, slight favourites, dollar eighty, at Marvel Stadium against the Crows, travelling over from um, the City of Churches, and they're dollar ninety eight, two and a half point favourites, other Bombers. I think the Bombers have been overrated here a little bit, Pope. They were pretty poor against Frio uh, two weeks ago. The weather's obviously kept them a bit closer together in that game uh, last week. And that was pretty oppressive, those conditions in the end. And um, and I think, you know, Adelaide almost beat the Pies at the MCG, probably where there's a bigger home ground advantage stacked up against them um, against the Pies. And uh, Essendon at Marvel, you know, where most interstate sides go better, uh, marked as a favourite here. So um, no Draper and I can't have that. I think Adelaide are, are a bit better than uh, Essendon. So happy to be with us. Um, what do you call them? Adelaide. Makes a bit of sense to me, Mug. Can you align stats, man? No, I don't think so. I, I, I do think Essendon's a decent team. I'm, I'm bang on market here. So yeah, no bet for me. I think Jordan Butts um, is out as well. So yeah. Uh, and the Modo has Essendon $1.88, so possibly a slight lane of the Crows there, but it's uh, more or less on market too. So I wouldn't want to misrepresent the Modo in that game either, Mug. Uh, Mug, I'll go to you again here for the final game of the round. Sunday evening over in the West and the Frio Dockers, uh, the up and down Frio Dockers, I think it's fair to say, five and a half point favourites against the Blues. $1.72 plays $2.08. Yeah, they've had a couple of gimmies, uh, the Blues, in the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Um, different story going across the country and trying to beat Frio. Um, I don't really like the game, Pope. I, I won't be betting in it. Um, I don't have a lot of interest in watching it. I probably still will, but um, but yeah, no bet for me there. Statsman, can you find anything here? Ditto. Uh, no bet there. If anything, it's a slight lean of the Blues, but yeah, not enough for me to have a bet, so leaving that one all through to the keeper, but I won't be walking out of my crease. <laughs> and, I, and I think uh, Mother will be watching from the other end as well there. It's, he's bang on market. So we've hit the trifecta in alignment. It just is no betting for the listeners. Uh, fellas, I'll let you probably put it more succinctly than I will, going over your bets. But uh, all things considered with play moment, I don't think there's too much there from the Mother. The, the edges he does have with the changes in personnel for this week, I think he <clears throat> probably stay clear of. So uh, I'll let you talk through the games that you like individually, guys. Go, mate. Uh, yeah, so for me, it was Sydney, uh, pretty keen on Sydney, 
small Enid Collingwood, very small on the Eagles head-to-head, uh, or possibly some alternate, you know, plus 40 or something like that. Uh, Saints, pretty keen on them, line and head-to-head. Uh, and then maybe small on North if Jeremy Cameron is not named. For myself, Pope, Adelaide, GWS, uh, Pies at the jump, and um, and I'll be taking a look at that unders uh, and maybe some alternates um, in there as well in the Saints-Melbourne um, game. Lovely. Uh, Stasman, question without notice, anything in futures that has caught your eye this week? No, not not really. Uh, I haven't had a good look. Um, I've, I've seen a few positions like Port for Minor Prem, thankfully with Houston's goal has shortened up a bit. Um, and Jai Amos, I think, finally trimmed in on the Rising Star, which is good. But they're probably into the prices now that they should be. Um, so, yeah, nothing nothing has left out as a bet. Lovely. North and succinct. Uh, we might jump over to the NRL mug and then we'll let the... Uh, Statsman paint his masterpiece for the third test following that. Let's do that, Pope. And sorry to the listeners, I'm a bit uh, bit under the weather tonight, uh, boys. So I'm struggling, <laughs> struggling a little bit uh, here this evening. So I don't know if I don't know how we're coming through. If the energy's uh, quite there, but uh, we're doing our best uh, to get it through to you. Hey, boys, just quickly, our prices all coming to you tonight from topsport.com.au. Uh, they've been in the caper for over 30 plus years and um, a good bunch of humans, uh, good to deal with, uh, excellent customer service. And um, and if you're looking to bet with someone that you can trust, uh, I would recommend topsport.com.au. Get over there. Um, also too, Pope, we, we probably didn't touch on it too much, but um, our charity bets uh, last week. So uh, we did a right there. I, I think we, um, we got, what, two... Two out of our three, didn't we? Uh, we got the yep. Dolphins with the the hundred the uh, hundred on uh, at the dollar ninety, and we got uh, GWS as well. We probably just got those head to heads and lines around the wrong way on uh, GWS and Freo uh, Statsman, but um, but a good little start for us. So we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, continue to build on that this evening and hopefully through the season. And that's for pass it on clothing. Um, all right, uh, we're going to skip the first game because Wests are a basket case. Uh, so we go to the next one, Pope. It's Friday night, St. George, Illawarra Dragons, uh, 370, Raiders, dollar 28, 11 and a half. And we've got the traditional dollar 90. Uh, what can we do here, Pope? Yeah, the, the Dragons might also be a basket case, Mark. However, we're going to find, we're going to find a bet in this game. Um, they've been hammered in consecutive weeks. They are without Ben Hunt for origin and missing their fullback as well. However, I think the 11 and a half year is too many. One of, one of the more remarkable stats I've probably seen in a wild mug is Raiders have won nine in the last 11. Their highest winning margin is eight points. So in that nine, in those nine matches, so their highest winning margin is eight points. Like pretty, pretty um, amazing start. So 11 and a half, I think, is a bit big. They do float in and out of games. Dragons back at home, like it, it's a little bit dangerous to think down these rows, but I think there is a bit of a bounce back that you can sort of bank on back at home. So I just think it's too many for, as I say, the Raiders travelling. Um, even though they've been winning, they sort of drop in and out again throughout the 80 minutes. So I have a lean towards the Dragons here. I wouldn't be overly bullish with how I'd bet here, but, um, you know, three quarters of a stake here on the plus would be the way I play it. Yeah, okay. All right, good stuff, Pope. And um, does, how does Modler see that one, Statsman? Well, it sounds a little like a team at the top of the AFL ladder that um that Raiders stat uh, losing well sorry winning all their games by close margins. So all I'll say is be careful writing them off for next year because um I made that mistake. Uh, 
Modeler is with you there. He is, yeah, keen on the Dragons. Um, not sure has he... Yeah, he hasn't done much in terms of... Oh, no, he has. He has updated the teams there, so that would include those origin changes. So, yeah, he's in alignment with you there, Pope. Okay. All right, that's good. All right, boys, well done. Uh, next one, uh, we flick over to the Saturday, and we're at a Combank Stadium, uh, the Eels. 235, four and a half, and uh, the Warriors, $1.60. And uh, we got a little bit bigger on this side, $1.95 here, the Warriors, um, for that four and a half. Pope? Yeah, I can get this a fair bit bigger. I've got this seven and a half uh, mug. Touch on the Warriors side. They were a bit disappointing last week against the Rabbitohs at home. I think there's an element when a side rises through the ranks in a season that they meet one of the big boys and it might be deer in the headlights initially and, and they're better for it second time around. However, the main part in this game is um, Para without Mitchell Moses playing Origin, Clint Gutherson playing Origin, Dylan Brown in front of the courts and Regan Campbell-Gillard playing Origin. Like You, you lose probably four of your five best players. Like that's, that's a massive impact against the Warriors who are going to make the top eight. On the edge of the floor, I know they're troubling, but um, I don't think it's I don't think it's big enough. Like Warriors will bounce back here from a poor performance, and you lose your spine. And I think a football team finds that very difficult to compensate for. So I don't think the four and a half's enough. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Pope. You've been very consistent on that over the years about the importance of the spine, and we see it here. Does the modeler feel the same, Statsman? Fortunately, not. The uh, the modeler actually has. The Pope's favourite, the uh, the flipped favourite here. So, um, yeah, Modler is leaning to the Eels at a dollar ninety with a, with a pretty big angle. Okay. All right. So we can't find Unison uh, there. <laughs> uh, next one, boys. Uh, Saturday evening, and uh, the Rabbitohs would be happy to put that win in the bank last week, and they're uh, they've shortened up as a result now. Dollar fifty two, five and a half. Dogs here, two fifty five, five and a half, which. Feels pretty shallow after they got absolutely pumped on the weekend. Uh, but Pope, you tell us uh, the real deal. Yep. Souths, again, we're, get, we're going on the same theme as Origin. Sands Mitchell, no Cody Walker, no Damian Cook, no Jai Arrow, no Jacob Host, um, no Campbell Graham. Well, that's a lot to lose. And I think the only reason they can be favourites here is because of how anemic and how miserable the Boils have been. So, again, I'm, I'm going to side with the dogs here. They're missing... Ado Carr, who's sort of hasn't been doing much lately. He's a winger to start with, but um, he's been out of form. So I just think you lose too many players. And and I know they're in a wretched run of form, the dogs, but uh, I'm siding with them here. You, you, I don't think you can lose half your team in one week, um, or you shouldn't be able to lose half your team in one week and probably win a football game. So I'm going to take the dogs here. Um, some trepidation because they've been poor for a while. However, you know, like you, as I say, you lose a lot – you lose half your team. Um, I think that's a pretty massive impact. A lot of personnel there, Pope. And uh, how does Modler feel about this one? The Modler lines up here with the Pope. Uh, another reversed favourite. He's got the Bulldogs at a dollar eighty. So wow. another b- big bet for the Modler. Yeah, that's a huge go, isn't it? Okay, all right. We like that, boys. And uh, last one here is uh, the Titans uh, hosting the Dolphins in another All Queensland affair. Dolan uh, seventy here. The Titans head to head, and two fifteen the other way. The Dolphins and uh, two and a half. We're sat at Pope. Uh, what do we think? Yeah, I've got this three and a half. So not a lot of difference here. There's some again. Origins played an impact here, um, 
and a bit of home ground advantage and, and probably the spine being attacked has Titans favourite. So I think that's fair enough. What I do really like here is 49.5 total points. When you're, when you're missing a lot of your star attacking power for Origin, I think that's a huge number. That is a massive number. Um, the Hammers out for Dolphins, Dave for Feeders out for Titans, amongst others. That's AJ Brimson. They're key attacking personnel. So I think the game regresses to the main and becomes a little bit more of between the 20. So under 49.5, I really like that bet. Um, it's one of the big numbers of the year in a game that's missing a lot of the better attacking players going around the competition. Yeah, give me under 49 and a half. Yeah, nice, Pope. I really like that angle. And uh, worth worth an alternate there, Pope? Yeah, I think so. Um, we've touched on it. Seabass is a good stadium for football, but I'd find I'd find something at a, at a price. Like, you know, it wouldn't shock me if this is under 36 points or something like that, Mug. So, yeah, I'd, I'd find something at a bigger alternate price here. Yeah, nice. Okay. And um, Modler's uh, thoughts on that one? I need a. I feel like I need a bell or something here for the uh, for the reverse favourite. We've got another one, another flipper. Uh, yeah, so dollar ninety is modeler's price for the Dolphins. So the two fifteen again is a pretty decent bet there for him. Okay, so modeler's uh, with the Dolphins there. All right, okay, excellent. All right, uh, boys. So based on uh, that information, we better talk about our uh, bets for charity. Um, so we'll, we'll just go skip back to the AFL uh, for a second, stats man. Um, how are we going to play here? Do we do we have any alignment between the two of us? I think maybe the pies. Yeah, we did. We had the pies late. Um, I think that was the one, and then Modler not quite aligned, and myself and Modler were aligned on the Saints. I think was the other. Um, okay. Um, so how do we want to play? Um, that's man, should we maybe 75 on the pies at the line and maybe 25 on the head to head, uh, for the Saints? How do you feel about that? Yep, sounds good. All right, let's uh, let's play that way. And um, and Pope, uh, in the NRL, um, I think you boys, your strongest uh, connection was with the dogs, I think. Yeah, and I'm a little bit reluctant to put our 400 in the dog's kennel yep. um, at this point in time, Mug. So let's go 50 on the dog's plus. Yep. And I'm going to make an executive decision that I hope Mother's okay with. Uh, 50 on under 49.5 in Titans yep. Dolphins on Sunday afternoon. All right, I like that, Pope. All right, okay. All right, we're locked and loaded there, boys. So uh, let's see if we can't... Um, Get uh, get some more in our piggy bank uh, for pass it on clothing and um, and as we said you know I'm, I'm sponsoring the the charity bets this is real money uh, for charity so we will uh, we're betting real money this isn't bonus bets uh, we're handing over real money at the end of the year when hopefully we make a profit if we don't make a profit um, the mug loses um, so that's how it works uh, stats man we put our money where our mouth is and we're happy to do so um, uh, stats man over to you for some cricket. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I, I, fair to say, PSO is not getting stumped this game. Um, there's my hot tip, so don't back that. Uh, I, yeah, so it's an interesting one to look at. There's, I think one thing that um, needs strong consideration here if you're playing into the match space is the situation in the series. So Australia are up 2-0. To retain the Ashes, they just need to draw, uh, and England need to win to be any chance of regaining the Ashes. So... That means, um, obviously, if different teams with a different uh, goal. So what happens at the toss probably becomes pretty important. If Australia are, are batting third and sending England a total, 
they're not going to, I don't think they're going to give them a sniff, whereas England would have to give Australia a sniff if they're going to be any chance. So that's just something to consider that whoever bats first can can have a big impact on the likelihood of a draw. If England bat first, I'd be very quick to, to lay the draw. Um, in saying that, there's only been one draw in the last 22 tests at uh, Leeds or at Headingley. So going back to 1996, that is. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a ground that gets results. So I had a look today. It's not Super Bowler friendly um, historically, but there's not huge scores there either, um, which, you know, uh, we've heard that Basball, they're asking for flatter pitches. I'm not sure if that is going to remain the case now that they need results and that they've lost two matches. So kind of wait and see there. So in saying all that, um, yeah, if England do bat first, lay the draw, I think is a really good strategy. If Australia bat first, it's probably a wait and see. I, I won't be playing into the pre-match prices just yet. Uh, there's two that I like in pre-match markets. Steve Smith for the first innings top scorer again at 380. We were on it last week at 385. He turned up um, and why not go again? You know, nothing's changed except he's now definitely in form. The other one I was I liked, I'm not in love with it, so it's probably a smaller bet, but Ben Stokes at $8 for the higher bat in the first inning. Same reason, he's in form now. He's a big situation player. Uh, I do think he's probably more of a second innings. Like, I'd rather be backing him at that price than second innings, um, but I still think it's probably worth a, a small bet there. And I've also backed Steve Smith for the player of the match at $8. Um, it's a bit of a, a flawed method of thinking, but I think in these big series, you know, he's good for probably a player in the match once per per series. $5 feels like a short price to be saying he should be, and I'm probably not suggesting that. But I think at $8, now that he's in a bit of form, I'm happy to back that. Um, yeah, well, one in eight chance is, is value for me on a decent batting pitch. Okay, very good. Uh, Statsman, um, or something for the listeners to get a hold of. And uh, Pope, any early looks at Origin? Yeah, or the one thing... Cam, I've watched New South Wales both games and they haven't been uh, good mugs. So I'll put that out there for listeners. But I do think they've picked a better side here. Um, there's some more informed players from club football. Cody Walker, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Travoyevich, Jake Travoyevich coming back gives them a bit of starch. So I think it's a better team for one. And the other part of it, we'll go more in depth next Tuesday night, Mug, but the team that's lost the series, sorry, the last five times the team has lost the series has won the dead rubber. So... There's some sort of motivational factor there, um, not to be, have a big clean swept, I think, that ties into that. So I think that Queensland's getting in territory of being a little bit short, all things considered. Um, but the key components probably at this point, I do like the team New South Wales has picked. It, it seems to be a little bit of out with the old, in with the new, um, and that new energy in players in form. At this stage, I, I like the New South Wales plus three and a half, 225. All right, nice, Pope. Uh, thank you for that. And we'll go in more depth uh, last week. Well, as always, boys, big chat, AFL, NRL, cricket, state of origin. Uh, geez, what a time to be alive. Um, Statsman, um, with that being the case, can you sign us off? Oh, certainly can. Gamble responsibly, but most importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>